0: Romance, fairy tales, obsession, deception, all make for a great storyline. This movie has all that and more. Buckle up, kids, we're talking about Closer. Thank you, Brett. How are you? I'm so good. So good. Need more? Come on. <laughs> I had to make my keep, signature noise.
1: Keep, keep it rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, no, everybody, no. to the training wheels episode of the Be Kind Rewind. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, we have had a uh, really interesting show for you tonight. Um, our guest decided to not show up, and that is okay, uh, Mr. Uh, Marcus. Uh, I was looking forward to meeting him. Well, I just
0: got a text message from him that said, "Oh, I, I had to cover a shift, and I meant to call you earlier."
1: Oh, well, okay, okay.
2: Well, Spare. you banned.
1: You're <laughs> <Get> done. <laughs> uh which makes it all the more fun because this was a film that this gentleman picked to talk about uh i hadn't even heard of this movie before Uh,
0: not that that's surprising
1: and uh so we're talking about the 2004 movie closer does not fit the theme the tone anything about the be kind rewind that makes it all the more fun this is a 2004 mike nichols film uh, starring Julia Roberts, Jude Law, Natalie Portman, Clive Owen, and literally nobody else except es- <laughs> extras. 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 Yep. If you look at the cast, it's these four, and then a passport agent and a taxi driver. Gets <laughs> <laughs> mad at him. For- <laughs> and, and it's the rest of it is all, all just extras. Uh, the the. Do you want to do the the the? The, the elevator plot. pitch plot of Closer, <laughs> and then we'll get into. Um, I definitely didn't watch the
0: trailer before I watched
1: the movie, but
0: <laughs> you, I'm I never do. I really should do that, but I don't. Oh well, here we are. Um, anyway, so this movie is it's it's so weird. It's a very weird movie. Uh, and <laughs> so that's how you would.
1: So if you were going to pitch this movie to a, a film executive, I'm, I never. I never. Weird. It's so
0: weird. It's weird. I, keep, it's I have weird. to keep reminding myself that it's 2004.
1: Yeah. So it takes place, so, in t- Well. Yeah, it was a 2004 film. It's essentially yeah. four, uh, four affluent pe- white people just swapping <laughs> each other for two hours.
0: Professing love, and then, no, I love you, and then, no, I've been sleeping with this person for a year, and then, oh, my God, I, I was so
1: Yes. <laughs> uh, so basically, yes, it, it starts off with Natalie Portman and Jude Law, and... Uh, this really isn't any spoilers from like a sixteen-year-old movie at this point, bit. but the movie starts over. Uh, amazingly, it starts out fairly. mentally uh, Portman gets immediately hit by a car <laughs> as she's staring at Jude <laughs> Law from across the street, which I would as well.
0: Uh, yeah, I can't yeah, say yeah. I'm, I'm uh,
1: Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> Dumbledore was a snack when <laughs> he was younger, <laughs> 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 and hence uh, the fairy he tales. Him, because yeah, I was wondering talk how you got that's fairy what it was. tale out because of this. Because
0: when it starts out, we're in we're in this like fairy tale romance novel, like romantic comedy type type yeah. area. Yeah, so I'm am. I'm thinking, you know, he he picks her up, takes her to the hospital, and they're getting to know each other, and she digs through his mm-hmm. his bag, and oh, you didn't like my sandwiches? I don't eat fish. Why? Because I piss in the sea. So do children. Don't eat children either. Like little. little no, that sides. was you're right. That oh, was clever. Yeah, clever. So, oh, it was hilarious. I and that so hard. was the
1: end of the cleverness, though. <laughs> I will, know, for I would have sure. to say.
0: Well, yeah, and then and then you know he goes to she walks into work and then he goes back around like welcome and or you know or then he comes back around and then they, they so I'm thinking this is gonna be like this some romantic type movies. Mm-hmm. I'm like this is cute little fairy tale going on.
1: Yeah, this is not Sleepless in Seattle. This yeah. is no none of that. Not at all.
0: even a little bit. And then you know we jump to a year later roughly. And um, uh,
1: abruptly, because it doesn't even tell you that. Yeah, it just, ab- you just, kind of infer.
0: Just yeah, cut to infer that
1: it's a year later. Yeah,
0: cut to the the fact that
1: he wrote a book, even though about he, the girls about the about the girl's life, <laughs> Alice. It's so abrupt that we were talking about this before we went on air. I didn't know that there was. I thought when they first meet, at the beginning of the movie, mm. they they're meeting for the first time. I didn't know that. Yeah, because the way it's written, and I guess it's, it's written pretty pretty cleverly but it seems like they would know each other but yeah. they don't yeah. so it's them getting to know each other and and then it, is, and then uh, it
0: cuts straight to the scene where where Julia Roberts' character is is photographing him for mm-hmm. his for his book that's upcoming and so and then
1: about the girl's life. yeah his about girlfriend, the girlfriend
0: right his girlfriend Nata- Natalie Portman yes and so but then he immediately decides that he wants to kiss Julia Roberts
1: mhm like who immediately immediately and again I'm thinking, they you? know each other but they don't no they don't and I know this chemistry of these people it can't be that good to yeah. where you honestly they you think these characters are connected yeah yeah it's and it just kind of goes from there and and uh, they they introduce Clive Owen uh, a little bit after that
0: which that was a super awkward scene, but like the <laughs> roundabout getting to it was kind of funny to me, to be completely honest. Like pretending to be Anna and then <laughs> seducing some random person to the aquarium. So, so let's, that,
1: I'm gonna, I wanna dive into that sure. because we, we, we mentioned this before and this is was weird. fascinating. So we're, like we said, t- uh, 2004. So it's 16 years ago.
0: Yeah.
1: How different. Society, the world, everything worked back then. So different to what it is now. It was hilarious
0: um, looking at the old computers. Yeah, <laughs> let alone computers.
1: the old computer technology.
2: Technology, computer technology, in old movies is always the funniest thing. So funny,
0: <laughs> so funny.
1: Like when we were watching Street Fighter last night, it was hilarious. He had just one button that says "World Domination." <laughs> <laughs> Done. Ooh. Ooh. Side note: the net would be perfect for this show. Ooh with Sandra
2: Bullock. Sure. I know, I know the net. Oh, I know you do. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) The net. (laughs) remember seeing that at the theater. Anyway. Money was spent. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Definitely, definitely. Mozart's ghost. Uh, um, So here we go. The, to introduce the fourth character. So it already starts off pretty, pretty crazy that he's dating Natalie Portman. Jude Law is dating Natalie Portman. Um, immediately starts hitting on the photographer to take a picture for his book, jump to literally like the next scene or so. he gets on a, a UK sex chat room, which is just a I guess this is before you can actually just do it on your phone if you're gonna sex yeah. somebody. so you sit and prop yourself up and you can just text back and forth uh, just like a, a, a like an Facebook like instant messenger. Planner, instant messenger.
0: Like, yeah, Here's what messenger. I loved
1: about this, and I actually, like, this was – I just couldn't let go of this. This oh, was God. awesome. Uh, Clive Owen Blaze, a dermatologist. He's a doctor. He is at work <laughs> on his work computer, <laughs> which, surprisingly, his, four his little – op- his 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 office kind of looked like Dexter's office. You ever watch it really Dexter? It did. It did. He it looked really like he was did. in Dexter's little closet office on his work computer. You could see his work hospital stuff in the background. Uh, he's pulled up a window and he's graphically sex chatting yeah. with, with an the. The best part
0: person. is that the the blinds behind him are are still up. Yeah. People can look in there and be like, "What is yeah. this?" Mm-hmm.
1: And they're <laughs> and they're going, "Ooh, what are you doing?" Yeah. Touch yourself. And this is the best part. You would. When uh, he's, he's sex chatting and the person says, uh, touch yourself, he literally looks to the side and the other side, <laughs> reaches over, <laughs> claims the blinds, and then starts going to do it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, the best part about that is that on the other side of the, of the instant sex chat messenger is Jude Law. Uh-huh. So pretending want, to be a chick. Uh, but pretending to be catfishing this dermatologist. <laughs> pretending
0: to be Anna. Yeah, pretending to Julia be Roberts Julia character.
1: Roberts' character. I, I, I can't even like wrap Meet my me. head around how amazing this scene Meet goes. Meet me here. Yeah. So they're sex chatting, and he's just at work. Okay, I work at, like I said before, I work at Walmart, a pretty trashy place. I don't know if I got it in me to do that. Like, no, God, oh God no. Pull up. Let me just pull up some sex chat here on my work computer and hope uh. nobody catches me. Not. I mean, he's a doctor at a hospital. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know that they're sleeping there because they're on call for thirty. But God, God damn. Well, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. and if you're honestly, like, your office is not going to look like that at a hospital. Well, like, just,
1: it just I'm just. It's in the middle of the day. <laughs> I'm in the middle of rounds. Yeah. I'm going to rub one out here to the most forward and... Like they I mean, co- it
0: was called London Sex and Non. Yeah, it did say so, London Sex and So, I mean, Sex that's where we I were. I mean, that's where
1: you go <laughs> for that. And I understand that. Now, I'm 40 years old. I'm, I've been around this world a few times, okay? <laughs> and I don't want to get too graphic here, but I, I've enjoyed... A sex sesh or two in my day.
2: How dare you. I know, right? How dare you. I know, right? <laughs>
0: my ass is sitting there eating cookies and popcorn and watching TV while this oh. is going on, I'm not doing what
1: I'm saying. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not. Doing. That's what I'm saying is like, <laughs> not they really cutting to the chase, too. Like, yeah. have some, like spread it out a little bit. <laughs> like, you don't need to like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, my name's Anna. Well, I'm coming. <laughs> and he's all mashing the keys. <laughs> yeah. like, 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 that's oh, not how. That's not that, how. No, that's not how. I, <laughs> no.
2: He just no. writes C. No you <laughs> am what
1: does, what does, you see him just like I really want to draw the point <laughs> if I was texting and they said oh I'm getting close and then send me that okay then what were you, <laughs> what were you doing? how close, close were you, you. <laughs> I,
0: have, close. I have to type with one hand no bitch no, don't, no, you don't you don't that's not how it works with women <laughs> that's not a thing
2: but I mean, nowadays you can do talk to text so It's Oh, 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 oh
1: oh. uh, And then here's
2: (laughs) 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 Exclamation (laughs) point, (laughs) exclamation (laughs) point Yeah, make sure you put the exclamation points Was it really that good? Come on
1: (laughs) I don't really believe you I, I would imagine, like I said, it's been a long time for me But I would imagine that you would want some sort of like time gap. Yeah. Between like, oh, I'm close. Okay, yeah, that was great. Not just like, oh, I'm really close. <laughs> I'm close, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. And so and then to wrap this whole scene up, which makes it even better, he's like, Meet me at the aquarium tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Wear Bring your white coat. coat. Wear your white doctor's coat so I know it's you.
2: <laughs> well, there's only one person in London that wears a doctor's only. coat. Only. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I <laughs> mean,
0: there's English to be fair, it'd probably be the only person. Wa- one dude walking around solo in a fucking aquarium.
1: True.
2: I feel like most of the dudes walking around solo in an aquarium are probably wearing a doctor's coat. <laughs> I don't
0: know. I don't, I don't know if I see a lot. Of definitely,
1: them.
2: <laughs> you're not there for the fish if you're at an aquarium. Oh, we yeah. should,
1: we should, we need to, we should con- contact the aquarium here in Boise because surprisingly it's still open. And see if, is? Yeah. Shit. Apparently so. It's still open. And, uh, I don't know, ask them like, do you get a lot of just like single dudes in here? At right, fresh. just do some research. <laughs> that reminds me <laughs> of the old Zach Galifianakis joke of how hard it is to get a table for one at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh Jesus!
1: Well, I which the office ripped it off. Of that <laughs> ripped that off anyway.
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: Oh, they totally did. Do you remember that when they ripped off Zach Galifianakis' joke? No, they were talking about going to Chuck E. Cheese and and. And oh, Michael Scott's yeah. like, no, I can't. I had that for dinner last night.
2: That's right. That's like, funny. Wait, why don't you?
1: <laughs> okay. Those oh, sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so back to this movie. So back to closer. So here's, here's what gets it this, this is just, I.
0: <laughs> You're like squealing right I am now. Squealing I can't because, even handle this. Your yeah, because I had great. to take
1: myself out of this scene, or I would have just sit there and just giggity about it the whole time. <laughs> That's what I loved about it. So Giggity. So Clive Owen and, <laughs> and Jude Law. Have the most like straightforward, rushed, milky toast sex session ever. How are you? I am fine. My name's Anna. My name's Larry. Oh, I like all my holes filled. I'm close. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's basically. Literally, I like it everywhere everywhere. (laughs) and and my hair. (laughs) That should have been a red flag. Wait a second. (laughs) In your hair.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I like you how like bo- what you like,
1: you know? I like how we both looked at Carissa. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, and- I don't
0: like it in my head. What heart. are your feelings on this? <laughs> <laughs> Makes it hard to brush later.
1: <laughs> so, so they they have this terrible, rushed work sex to session. i would be
0: honest, but honestly, it says something about guys, because guys are so easy to dupe when it comes to that kind of stuff. Like, with sex yeah. day, I can just be like, oh, oh, I like I'm I like having this. A good time. Yeah, man, here, And I'm literally sitting there eating cookies in my fucking sweatpants, yeah. watching Family Guy. I don't, you know, but he thinks all these things are happening. It's a good you, commentary. You
2: could literally <laughs> like get him to, like, run down the street naked. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I absolutely could. That's, it's a good commentary on how
0: easy oh, yeah. it is to do dudes. Yeah, I mean, big time. Not that I've ever done it.
2: Oh, of course not. <laughs> as she, as she lies. Said <laughs> <laughs> so, the ever, liar. Okay, yes, the liar. Okay, okay, so. so I mean, uh,
1: okay. So, I can't believe
0: you right
1: So they have the, they have the vanilla sex. They said, meet me tomorrow at the aquarium. I can't get over that. Uh, meet me, wear your doctor's coat. He shows up the next day. At the aquarium with his doctor's coat, which is pretty indicative of, of being a guy, because I know yeah. some dudes that have done some pretty dipshit things in the hopes that maybe something will happen in oh, person yeah. in the future. Shut up, you ain't getting it. Calm no, down. <laughs> anyway, he shows up in the most creepy style ever. <laughs>
0: he has his fucking jacket on under his, under his coat. look at him And
1: I and I, I couldn't figure out if 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 Jude Law knew that. She was going to be there that day or not? Well, yeah.
0: He So she's um, – when they were doing their photography session, she's talking about how she likes to go to the aquarium because of all the fish. And it's a perfect place to photograph strangers. Okay, okay, okay. And cool. so that's why she said that he should call his, his book The Aquarium.
1: The Aquarium. Okay. For whatever reason. Okay. So, it's, so it
0: was definitely a big thing, and he knew that she goes to the aquarium often. So this was on purpose to make her uncomfortable with this dude that's like, Anna – like with it, which is exactly what happened. Yeah, she gets super uncomfortable because he's like, "Oh, I have my white coat," and she's like, "I'm here to bone you see. in
1: front of." Uh, yeah, uh, so he's
0: he's thinking she's the front woman of that he's
1: kids on field trips. Yeah,
0: so he's thinking that she's she's this woman that he just talked to about this whole crazy sex shit that happened, that is just like blowing his mind because
1: whatever. <laughs> which says a lot about him his personally. Experience. Yeah, like, exactly. your mind, huh? Somebody. Okay. okay. <laughs>
0: And uh, she's just like, what else? Okay, cool, go team. Well, then there's I'm the my, my best coach.
1: part, yeah, like he and gets the- uh, just gross on her.
0: <coughs> yeah, because of, the, likes- because of the type of the conversation that he had with this person, who he's thinking is this mm-hmm. person, so. so. Oh,
1: you've been pranked by somebody, sp- again, there's only like two or three people in London. Yeah. At, <laughs> at all. <laughs> oh, you've been pranked. So then what happens? Julia Roberts starts dating him.
0: (laughs) I I loved that. I was in it. I was in it.
1: She was sitting there minding her own business, uh, taking pictures of people at the aquarium, having a nice time. Some pervert shows up who sexed (laughs) a stranger the day before, who frequents an anonymous sex chat room, shows up to bone somebody uh, in the middle of the day in an aquarium, and she saw this and thought, hey, Relationship material. (laughs) I think I think I want a piece of this. (laughs) Yes, Uh, yes, Mr. I think
0: I think she partly got together with him to spite Daniel. (laughs) That's what I
1: think. (laughs) A revenge-based relationship is the most healthy. Did you see
0: this movie? I mean, all of of the shit was crazy toxic. It was
1: some crazy toxic thing that.
0: Oh, my God. It was so stressful. Everybody stress-
2: was being gaslit. Oh
1: Gosh, are you kidding me? It was so oh, stressful. Yes the screen was, was so
2: bright from yes. all the gaslight.
1: Yeah, oh, um, balls. Like, that's the f- one thing that I kept thinking about. Like, wow. The balls on both of the dudes. Specifically the two dudes. Because they just... It's a very there's a misogynistic line to it. There's a very like alpha controlling aspect. Oh they're very both much of in this, the like characters battle had, together uh, controlling of their, fem- of their of their of uh, their the women that they're in a relationship with. And the the very first time it it I noticed was it, third third, fourth scene into the film. Jude Law's getting his picture taken for the book that he wrote about his girlfriend, Natalie Portman. As she's sitting around the corner at a bar waiting for him to be done, uh Jude Law just as a this is a total stranger, just confesses that he loves her, tells her to come over here. Yeah. Come over here. <laughs> That's okay in the context of your relationship, but to a stranger? Yeah. I mean, you gotta build that trust her, like, and just like come here. And then she does. They kiss, he confesses her love for her. What is it, the very next scene? Goes and gets his girlfriend, brings her back into the studio, <laughs> and then makes her take pictures of her.
0: Oh, no, no. She, well, oh, well she, uh, she wanted she, to. she
1: asked her to, to take pictures. No,
0: she asked her to, to take pictures because yeah. she heard their conversation. She knew what the fuck happened. Yeah. And so that's why she was like, I'm going to make you uncomfortable, bitch. <laughs> I yeah. was like, oh, and boy. Again,
1: All right. Uh, so here, this is a, a, a good time to sit and talk about this. Yeah. I, I, and I'm curious in that context he is very forthright to to Julia Roberts very much has some sort of not mental problem but a very submissive trait he says come here she does yeah they kiss he confesses his love she spurns him natalie portman comes out um to take her picture who's more to blame there if she's like take my picture because daniel to spar- 100%. yeah
0: it's says he
1: despite i mean if she's doing that despite julia roberts
0: well she she was her so what i think was going through her mind was she she heard their conversation about you know I think in the beginning, when she came, when she went over, when Julie Roberts went over to Daniel, Mm -hmm. she didn't know that he had a girlfriend because after the kiss
1: was, but she was taking a picture about a book that he wrote about her.
0: Yeah, but he never, but I don't think he ever disclosed that it was his girlfriend. It could be, it could be anybody. She could have died. She could have been a past girlfriend. Whatever the case is, true. Just a fascinating human, Mm -hmm. and um, so I don't think she knew that they were together. Um, when she kissed him, mm. he knew that they were together. Well, yeah, and he's being a douchebag about mm-hmm. it. And so when she found out, oh well, fuck! Oh, he's with somebody. No, 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 no. And then she finds out that she's coming over, and she's just like, God damn it! <sighs> so well, she's super uncomfortable with this girl, and he, I'm I could see the the wheels turning in her head, going, Do I tell her? Do I tell her what just happened? What ha- What should I do in this situation? Mm-hmm. And so then they're talking about it when she's in the bathroom and
1: i did love the emotion of that picture yeah it's a very beautiful picture well
0: that's and i think that that was her goal (laughs) was and she she didn't know if julia roberts knew or not Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and so when she came out she was acting all happy and peppy like she hadn't just heard what she heard Mm -hmm. and so that's why she kicked him out when she was like oh i want i want my picture taken i can pay you Mm -hmm. you know and she's like well we don't want him here when we work so Mm -hmm. she's like oh yeah i guess uh, kick him out and that's why they took a couple pictures and then she was asking questions and so then when she was looking out the window and she was like I heard your conversation. Mm-hmm. I know what happened. And that's why she turned around and said take my picture with her tears streaming down her face mm-hmm. because she wanted she wanted uh her to feel the sting of that of mm-hmm. kissing her man that kind of, you know, shit. And so there's just a lot of pain in that scene, I feel
1: like. There was a lot of <clears throat> pain. There's a
0: ton of pain. And that's, you know, it started. It, it the makes whole. you
1: wonder then, because this is, there's still three years left of the story yeah. at that moment. Mm-hmm. And she stays. She,
0: I don't really know why she stayed. Um, my guess is probably self esteem issues is why a lot of people stay in toxic, unhealthy relationships. True. And, True. you know, she was a stripper previously, which mm-hmm. I would never. I never talk badly about it, but a lot of people that are in the stripping world, I know from personal experience, they have a lot of trauma in their backstory and, and a lot of that. And, um, so a lot of self-esteem issues come Mm -hmm. from that and, and people use stripping and dancing and that kind of stuff as a way to take back their power.
1: That is very much evident in this, especially later in the film. Yeah, when Clive Owen goes to see Natalie Portman and she's stripping, mm-hmm. and essentially they're in a champagne room. Yeah, I believe, just a private, In a private yeah. room, and that was uncomfortable to watch. But the more I sit and dissect it in my head, the more I see she. I I, I have a very hard time with like strong toxic male characters. I've a very I do too. Especially when they're you know, I, I can hand that's why I like the cartoony goofy movies. That's right. why that's our bread and butter here at this yeah. show. So when it gets to be so real and because so, there there were some moments of authenticity in this film. Yeah. I mean it does play out like a like a like a Shakespearean or like a or a or like an Italian opera. Yeah. Um, the way it kind of plays out, but the just the strong Toxic masculinity. to have a hard time I with. Do too. And <clears throat> I think the best part so. of
0: that scene is that when he said, "Tell me your name," yeah, she tells him her name. Yeah, she does her real name. Her real name because we find out that's the reason nobody sees her passport.
1: That spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. I. Don't, but at, at, f- at first, I was very put off. I'm like, God, I hate. And then like. The more you think about it, though, she held the cards the whole time. She kept she, her shit together she, the whole time. She had the power time. the whole time. And it was after that you could see her transformation. I think.
0: Mm-hmm. I think so too. Because
1: it's very much after the fact. You know, she kind of gets back because they kind of break it off, break it on her, her and Jude Law. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of off, and then they get back together. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: For whatever reason. Yeah. But then they're on this this anniversary trip and <clears throat> and he's just <clears throat> needing to needing to know, needing to know, needing to know if 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 she fucked him or not. And mm-hmm. you know, and he's obsessing over it. And she's just like and you see this thing switch in her. Mm-hmm. And she looks at him and she says, I don't love you anymore. And it was like that moment where I was like, Yes.
1: That Thank you, Jesus. yes was Thank you,
0: Jesus.
1: That was freaking amazing. Yeah. And to be So, because I mean, a lot of these characters just seem to like flow from scene to scene. They don't really, like, do you have any, like, there's almost like they don't have any self awareness of like these terrible things that's happening around them. Not at all. But that moment to her, like, to say, like, yeah, I don't love you anymore. When did this happen? Literally right now. now. Yeah. And.
0: And it was at that moment that she was done and that and people in toxic unhealthy relationships have to get to that point to where they're done like mm-hmm. there's no amount of me telling you that your relationship's toxic and shitty and that you should be out of it there's no amount of me telling you that mm-hmm. until the only way you're going to leave is when you're done mm-hmm. and that goes to a lot of aspects in life like you can be there and help people and all that kind of stuff but you have to get to that point where you're done mm-hmm. and, or otherwise you're just going to keep going back keep going mm-hmm. and it's it's and it's frustrating to watch as a friend and it's frustrating to be that person too mm-hmm. and so that was a powerful moment mm-hmm. like the the champagne room scene was really big to me especially when it was revealed later that that was actually her name mm-hmm. i was like oh shit okay okay yeah. closer all right yeah. there's the twist i've been looking for <laughs> but
1: you do bring something <laughs> to the table <laughs> there we are.
0: so it was about her the whole time mm-hmm. okay and uh, that scene because she's taking back her power and she's uh-huh. she holds all the cards in her hand because she has security because she uh-huh. has all these things you know and then that moment when she's like I don't love you anymore and it was like that moment where she was done and I was like yes thank you Jesus oh, uh-huh. so done with this relationship and then he uh-huh. then he sees Alice Ayers on the wall because she yeah. hadn't told him her name yet
1: uh-uh. right there in the in the, park. In the memory wall mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm.
0: and he was like oh.
1: yeah the the <laughs> when and as it's building to it it's like he's not gonna fucking hit her he's yeah gonna, and then he hit oh my gosh i was wow, like that was so difficult to watch oh yeah and and then there it is <laughs> you can really tell and you made a you just made an amazing point uh the the transformation and What I was mentioning earlier about the authenticity, what struck me almost immediately was, other than, like, them, like, immediately hanging out after her car accident, or the car crash at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. It did look authentic to me because he's dressed really, like, like a schlub. Yeah. His tie's not straight. Her hair, she had cut it short and dyed it at one point, and Mm -hmm. it's grown out. So, her tips were all one color, and then her natural color was driving through. Yeah. It's just, I mean, moral, I mean, she was dressed kind of like. Know, like she had just
0: arrived from New York. With Basically, nothing on her
1: yeah. What struck me, yeah, was that she dressed like she, it almost looked like she was taking a walk of shame. Yeah. But apparently that was just the way she dresses and the way she carried herself. Cut to the end of the flick when she goes back to New York. Hair's longer. Mm-hmm. It's all a natural color. It's curled. She's. You know, not 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 to be like a massage take of it, but like, she's put together, yeah, and she looks nice, yeah. To the point where, if you watch that scene, you know, they show her walking through. It's right there, at Times Square, slow motion, as she's walking, guys are stopping and turning in their tracks to look at her. Mm-hmm. Obviously, what that probably was was, you know, and it, well, a lot of times in New York, they just film on the street because right. everybody who lives there is accustomed to that. Yeah. So I'm sure it was just fans that noticed, Oh shit, that's.
0: Natalie Portman.
1: That's Keira Knightley. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're stopping to look at, but in the context of this film, like dudes are just ogling her as she walks by. Yeah. Which I mean is kind of cool. She's she's taking she's her power. She's taking uh, her, her power back. Yeah. And I
0: really think back. that's what this movie was about. Was um, it was a, definitely a long road. It was definitely there.
1: a long road.
0: But I think that's what it was about. It was really about her kind of like finding herself because you know she's she traveled to London with nothing <laughs> nothing with her just to change her life mm-hmm. and uh she made up this this whole other person that mm-hmm. she gets to be and through how, through doing like,
1: that how like, appealing does doesn't that not just sound like I want to do so all of that so damn appealing just come up with a, your own yeah. new name yeah. that, they have no idea who the hell you are mm-hmm. and just that's it just hit yeah. the reset button yeah. holy crap
0: yeah and she and i you know, she got to be this whole other person, and she got mm-hmm. to, and she went through this. And I think she transformed Daniel too, because he started out as this fucking weak little shit bag that couldn't figure out his own life. And then you cut to the scene where he's being photographed, and he's all confident stuff like, "Come here." He wouldn't have done that before her. He wouldn't have. That was not. Yeah,
1: he w- He wrote obituaries. He was, a little- and then he wrote a novel a yeah. year later. But he,
0: but if you, if he had not met Alice or, or Jane, whatever, Mm -hmm. um, he wouldn't have, even if he was in a photography session, he wouldn't have seen this beautiful woman in front of him Mm -hmm. and said, come here. He wouldn't have done that. Mm -hmm. I think she helped transform him. And so in that he, uh, but
1: it's not like he ends up better. He's just different. He is, he's more, co- he's, he's and more confident, he's,
0: confident and cocky is what it is. He's more confident, arrogant, and, and... Yeah, he
1: got a little bit of, you know, his life got kicked in the pants. And yeah. he did not take that transition well, well yeah. at all.
0: But he, so I, so. so I, I think ultimately the story was about her kind of so. going through these things and then finding herself again and then going home.
1: Well, then what about... Well, then that begs the question, uh, Julia Roberts' character. She's got her own business. Really, I mean, that's a beautiful loft that she's she's taken her pictures in to meeting a a daytime pervert at the aquarium, <laughs> marrying him, which is yeah. divorcing him, boating him to get out of the divorce. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: I forgot about that. And then... And then... And ending up back with and him. And then ending up back with him. It
0: kind of makes me think of like... I'm gonna ruin friends for you guys if you haven't seen it but the season finale of friends when or not the season but the series finale of friends when Rachel picks Ross over going and living her dream
1: mm-hmm.
0: I was so pissed at that ending because like they're on again off again relationships mm-hmm. so annoying through that entire series but um, I, I, she, I, I, I feel like a big Friends fan. I I watched it just because everybody was freak was like is is in love with it. So I was like, well, I gotta see what the fuss is about. Mm-hmm. And I was very 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 upset at that editing mm-hmm. because it. I mean, and I again have to remind myself that it is, you know, early two thousands late nineties type type things. So it's it things different are different, world. right? Hundred percent. And so it's it, but it made me think of that because she's she's not doing what she wants. She's just Trying to make it worth with some guy like I don't. It it's like she needs to be in this relationship for some reason to make her feel validated. I didn't, I, I wasn't really understanding it. Yeah. I wasn't really getting her character.
1: It definitely was a loose uh, a, a character that wasn't fully developed developed yeah. in the context of that. And again, though, it wasn't. I don't know. The story wasn't about her anyway. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, again, the the the. the the way it plays out with just these four people and they're only in the, all four of them are only in the one scene together at the portrait at the photo. Oh yeah. That's the only time all four people are there and the, and the interactions amongst the, the four of them are so interesting. Like Jude and Clive, they're at odds and yet Jude still shows up at his office and cries to him. Yeah. I mean that—that's what's, and I guess it does hearken to the fact that it does play out like a Shakespearean tragedy or a, a very more operatic.
0: Yeah, because you didn't he, say this was based on a play.
1: Or it's a based style. on a play, and from from what I've read, based on the the music that was used for, it, does hearken to a specific uh, opera. I I can't remember the name, okay. but yeah. If you think about it that way, it does play out like a because it's very just like those Shakespearean. Yeah. Uh, it's quick. It's fast. I mean, mm-hmm. Look at Romeo and Juliet. Look at uh, Midsummer's Night's Dream. Yeah. What you do like it's quick and fast. So, I don't know. It, <laughs> one of the things we were we were joking about too was uh, twenty seven million dollars is what this movie <laughs> cost to make. And if you've seen it, it literally takes. It's all... To me, they all look like lobbies to museums and theater houses. Because they just... Or just like bedroom sets. (laughs) Like there's very... So they didn't have to... They clearly didn't build anything. Everything was just (laughs) shot at these places. They may have had an apartment set, maybe. But... So twenty seven million dollars clearly for Julia Roberts and probably Natalie Portman. Yeah, and they probably got a good deal on Clive and Shoot because (laughs) (laughs) in two thousand four, not three point
0: five million each.
1: Yeah, three point five million each, and it went on to make one hundred and fifteen million dollars.
0: Oh yeah, and then and then, what do we say? What there was a bunch of of awards. I'd never even heard Mm -hmm. of this movie, and like,
1: don't get me wrong, we
0: know we already know that Carissa is not super. On board I, with everything, but I've at least heard of movies. Yeah,
1: well, and I'm and I'm surprised. I, I like to think that I at least have my finger on the pulse of something. You very something. much do, yeah. This was like I never even I, I vaguely remember. Yeah. About this, and I, what 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 I remember about it was that they do say some pretty explicit lines. Mm-hmm. This movie, I mean, they use the c word. They use. Uh, um, I mean, it's really weird, you know, growing up watching Julia Roberts in uh, Steel Magnolias and Pretty Woman. And even though when she plays a hooker in Pretty Woman, it's still very like, I'm She's a hooker. still very, yeah, very powerful. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you're <laughs> in the same vein as like Vessel Whorehouse in Texas. Hooker is what you are. <laughs> yes. But it's still very much, yeah, I'm, yeah, I don't suck dick for a living. I'm a prostitute or, you know, it's that. But this is really like... Yeah, he came and me and all these really... Oh, yeah, all these m- super... Super, which at the time probably was shocking. And that's probably what led to the awards they got. Uh, Natalie yeah. Portman and Clive Owen both won Golden Globes. And they were both nominated for Academy Awards for this film. Mm-hmm. I don't know why... I It boggles my mind that Clive Owen was even cast more after this. <laughs> Because his character is effing despicable. And I couldn't so even stand bad. why and I love Clive Owen. I'm a huge yeah. Clive Owen fan. I think shoot 'em up I thought was freaking hilarious. And most of his movies are a lot of fun. This was just Ew, gross. It's yeah. very once you know, it's very easy to like okay, he's you're playing a character and you this isn't you, but this just Ew, I could not. Just, oh, yeah, it was super going to be hard cringe, really. for me. Yeah, very cringy. And so it was, it was just really surprising to me that, that he would continue. And then he got, like, a lot of awards for it. So. I mean, was, he
0: did play the character well. He really he did. He did play the, character, the character well. Even the character was so fucking annoying.
1: Yeah, just an God. asshole. Well, yeah, asshole. just With can't no, figure it. No out redeeming a, anything. None at all yeah absolutely it's kind of easy hard it's kind of surprising to um to think that the guy that directed this mike nichols was the one he originally made uh who's afraid of virginia Woolf from the 60s as well as the graduate as well as the birdcage what now that's a movie i know you're familiar with the birdcage i
0: don't know what we're about. i'm just kidding I'm totally okay whatever i don't know <laughs> Show me the gays. Tell, yeah, I was there. Say,
1: the most gayest thing. That, yeah, uh, the Birdcage. He he made that. So to, to go from those types of films, wow. especially like the Birdcage, which again though based on a play, um, to the what I know it was a French film. What was it a play as well? The Birdcage. I have to look at. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But um, like I said, I know it was a a, a French film to this, I mean it is a natural progression because it is, you know, it is it's clean, it's very tight. You uh, one of the uh critic the critics that I was watching or reading up about it said that um the way it's it's made the care most of the characters are pretty despicable and Mike Nichols is able to take them to the just to the edge before just being falling off and being cartoonishly just terrible to where they're just redeeming enough to where it's worth watching or it's uh, and yeah. so it's intriguing. And I I will say this, and it, it is intriguing, and you do watch it. I yeah. mean, it is made by a very skilled uh filmmaker. I mean, that's Mike Nichols, of course it is, but. And these are very good actors. But, ooh, it's just really
2: hard to it watch. Was.
0: It. Yeah. I, was, I was annoyed by the middle of it just because of all the bouncing back and forth with all these relationships and just yeah. like, ugh. Yeah. Ugh.
1: But, I mean, yeah, it, it, you got to think that in the context of the film, they kind of have to stay in this circle because the, that's, that's the reality of what takes. So, I mean, there is a story to tell here. Yeah. But again,.
0: It was a long road to a short story.
1: And that's it. Yep, long road to a short trip. Well, um, so like I said, it was a very different form uh, film for us. Uh, not, definitely not fit into the theme or the wh- what we're trying to do here at the show. But um, <laughs> I'm glad I got to watch it. Uh, if anything, it was it, it, it was nice to sit and watch something a little bit different, as opposed to these <laughs> ridiculous cartoon <laughs> films. Uh, the, that is our normal fare here, the, here in the Be Kind. Um, any kind of final thoughts there, Chris, about this? I doubt you'll ever watch it again. No, I will never watch this yeah, again. Yeah, I, I I won't either. It's, I, it's, <laughs> like I loved
0: uh, the plot twist at the end and like really looking at For what it was, it, yeah. Right. It was a I'm little really plot li- twist. It was well, yeah.
1: clever, and I, and I did like it, but again, that was...
0: Well, and really looking back, it was really looking at it and really looking at it for what it is, telling the story of... Jane Jones mm-hmm. and it was and it was really it was a really powerful scene to me when he said um, welcome back Mrs. Jones or Miss Jones
1: yes welcome that back,
0: was Mrs. super Jones. super powerful to me just yeah. because like it it seemed like when I when I looked back on it and I um, it seemed like it was a journey back to herself mm-hmm. and so that was like the would you only, say
1: that would be your that was your favorite part
0: the, oh absolutely 100%
1: welcome back Mrs. Jones
0: yeah, just because, like, it, it was a journey back to herself. Mm-hmm. And that was the only really good part of the movie, I feel. Just because, like, the rest of...
1: Well, that's the part that resonated the most, I, yeah. I should say. Yeah. I, I really enjoy. I, I liked the authenticity of the very beginning, aesthetically. Yeah. you She looked like there was something amiss within her world mm-hmm. her outside reflected what was what we assume was going on the inside right the scene that that i liked the most and oh, we, we mentioned it already was when she's sitting there and she has that self-realization i don't love you anymore mm-hmm. and this situation you know and it's it's over yeah and we're not going to stay from personal experience and you know listening to to people's stories because that's i love listening to people's stories the fact that she had the realization that she didn't love him anymore which we've all been there we've all been in those situations where okay this this is over we're done that's when to me in those situations that's when it gets you know once you do that point of, of no return like you're not going to have feelings for this person again mm-hmm. the next step the bravery of okay well, I don't love you anymore uh, you know, I don't want to be with you anymore that initial getting up standing up and leaving the physically leaving that is to me the most people who can do that That is, I, that takes, that that is very impressive. I mean, that takes strength Mm -hmm. that few people have just at the ready. Yeah. It happens every day. It happens all the time. And everybody's walked away from serious situations in their life. But that is something that mm, I wish, for me personally, I wish I had more of that kind of courage. Like, this situation doesn't, doesn't, I'm not happy with this situation anymore, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to partake anymore, yep. I guess, so to speak. And then to at that point get up and actually physically leave—that's
0: mm-hmm. the hardest part.
1: Yeah, it is. And, I know that for uh, a fact. I—I'm I, assu- I'm assuming so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I know that very personally. Yeah, and I mean. We've been there in situations where, yeah, I'm done, but then it continues for lack of options, lack of resources. I mean, how many abused people stay where they're at because they don't have, I mean, it takes a lot. Yeah. Now, granted, she had the, you know, I was like, okay, you know, clearly she's funded somehow, she's not destitute. She has the means to take care of herself, but that's really not the point. Well, and she thought. I think
0: she thought that she was genuinely in love with this person, and mm-hmm. and and then it, once once he was displaying his his obsessive qualities as far mm-hmm. as like needing to know everything and all that kind of stuff, she was just she. I think what it did, she took off her rose colored glasses and saw him mm-hmm. for what he really was.
1: Yeah. Well, you can a case can be made that she saw right away. Mm, you know. Just the thought, you know, she's, she's at the portrait studio crying, noticing this is her, this is her test. Mm -hmm. This is her flaming hoop. This is for whatever's happened to her before to get to that point in her life where she's at. This is the recompense that she's going to have to make. Yeah. I deal with that. That's something that I deal with because I made some pretty shit ass choices in my youth. And I had this weird complex of, you know, these bad things that were happening to me were something that I was owed
2: mm-hmm. that I had
1: yeah. to go through yeah. this to the point where, you know, you could stand there and say, yep, this is coming and I deserve this. You can make a case that I could see that knowing, you know, having, I mean, clearly she has the wherewithal. They all do. They have the, the wherewithal around themselves hmm. Even though they just kinda of stumble from scene to scene at times.
0: Well, and I think it um there's a there's a scene later on, um, with Clive Owen where he's mm-hmm. talking to Jude Law and he's he's talking about um about Julie Roberts' character mm-hmm. and she how uh she doesn't want to be happy. Uh-huh. Because if depressed people are happy they have to go out into the world and live their lives. And so it's kind of it's kind of like that, you know, I Does deserve this. Mhm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He said it. Uh, he said um he said depressed people, oh, how did he put it? He said depressed people uh want to stay depressed because if they were happy, they'd have to go out into the world and live their lives. And that and it's it's kind of like playing the victim mm-hmm. stance is what what he's saying essentially and and that's well, uh,
1: kind of their comfort their comfortable spot. Right. Like, okay, well, this is Exactly. My shoulders are big. I can keep I can
0: yeah. And so then he's talking about her, about Julie Roberts staying in this relationship because it's comfortable even though she's not happy. Mm-hmm. And so it's, and I think that's kind of, it shows it later on and she's laying in bed and I'm like, she's not, she's not happy in this relationship, The, the body, it's not. Yeah. At,
1: towards the end there where she's laying in bed with Clive Owen. Yeah. There was some serious good body language there mm-hmm. happening. Yeah. yeah. She was, that was it for her. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so, but it. It kind of goes back to, like, playing the victim and, or, and like, you're saying, like, mm-hmm. I deserve these things that are happening to me. And it's it's kind of like believing in karma. Like, this is my karmatic response mm-hmm. that, you know, I have mm-hmm. I have to deal with. And,
1: and there is a huge difference between, uh, in my opinion, of playing the victim because then you get the attention to, like, no, I I, I deserve this legitimately. Yeah. And I'd rather suffer in silence. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easy to be like, oh, woe is me. And no, like people still do it on Facebook all the time. They vague book or they post yeah. their wares. It's like, oh, good. I mean, fuck, I've I've done that before too. But <laughs> like, oh, you know, just because you need that 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 validation for just just to feel like there's some an audience out there clapping for you. <laughs> yeah. There's other times where, no, I'm not going to share. This is this is my burden yeah. and I want to carry it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. And you can almost think that can almost say that the it's a story uh, of the two female characters she could have done that that could have been natalie portman easily it's like all right well i'm not happy but i'm comfortable yeah and it's easier to just
0: and i think that's part of the reason she stayed silence and i think that's part of the reason she stayed
1: Mm -hmm.
0: because it's comfortable
1: it's easy it's and both of those women could have done that same Mm gone in that direction natalie portman could have stayed and julia roberts could have left i mean she did leave right once the options disappeared, or once not, I don't want I don't want to say it in a negative, like, but once yeah. she picked she picked the path of least resistance. Mm-hmm. You know, she wasn't going to be with Jude Law. The second option was that unknown, mm-hmm. that that step into darkness. You don't know what's there. The devil she knows. Yeah. So that's um. I don't know. What do you think about that? Was your, I mean, that's that's right there i mean the, the wno or well and i where's... think
0: i think uh i think part of the reason that she uh was dating or sleeping with um jude law for that year behind her uh-huh. boyfriend at the times back because once they once they married then she stopped seeing him but i think it's because he was he was new he was dangerous he wasn't comfortable he wasn't like the sneaking around is the is the fun part you know Mm -hmm. and so I think that was part of it and then she ended up staying with or she got together with Daniel and then then went back to her husband and just like she bounced around everywhere she couldn't figure out what she wanted and just kind of like and uh, like you said it's she's she's depressed and she can't not be depressed because then she'd have to live her life and be responsible and Take accountability for her actions and her feelings and all that kind of stuff, and it was just kind of like it was. Just, ugh, it was just weird. Yeah, it's, weird dynamic. It is I a, feel. a
1: Definitely weird dynamic. Um, and I am, and, uh, and that's why I asked you because I, I, I was curious because you posted something on Facebook the other day that uh, was pretty telling. And, and and the more I've gotten to know you, because that's an interesting thing about this. You know, that doing the show and and uh, is. <laughs> outside of the studio li- we've literally like spent like zero time hanging out outside <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> of the studio we ran into each other at uh, uh uh the balcony once like that's really the only real time we've ever spent but yeah getting to know each other here in the context of the studio you know you posted something the other day that was really telling you, you were you were talking about uh uh um, every guy wants a strong woman until they have one. Oh, uh, they... men!
0: Men say they want a strong woman until they meet one.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, it's my uh, experience. Uh, Literally happens yeah. to me
0: all the fucking time. Yeah, because you're a really strong, <laughs> dynamic woman. I'm I mean, a very, you're... I'm a very big presence. I yeah. know that I have a big personality. Mm-hmm. I understand all these things, mm-hmm. but and I also refuse to settle for somebody that cannot handle that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I won't. I've compromised myself enough in my life Mm -hmm. for people and for people's pleasure. That's how I ended up in rehab the first time. Mm -hmm. And I refuse to let that happen again. Mm -hmm. I refuse. I won't. And so it's kind of, and then when I watch these movies and because I've, I've been that person, I've Mm -hmm. been the person in this movie, the both, both women in this movie several times. And like, and so it's hard for me to watch Mm -hmm. because I, it's, it's my past and, and it's somewhere I don't want to go back to. And it's hard and it's heartbreaking for me. So that's why I messaged
1: you last night after I watched it. Like, <laughs> I, I know it's gonna trigger something in you, and oh, I didn't yeah. want to like, even for me. it's Like, oh, oh my goodness. It was
0: more frustrating than anything, really, honestly. And it was, I've I've moved past most of the emotional stuff that comes with it, mm-hmm. um, with the past of it. It's more it's more frustrating because it's like, and I know when people watch me do dumb shit over and over again, they're like, God damn it. Stop. Uh-huh. Stop it. Just like I do with other people. Like it's it's a it's a pattern that happens all Isn't the time. Isn't that embarrassing? So like
1: so people embarrassing. tell you it's like you shouldn't do this, Joey. You shouldn't do this, Joey. You shouldn't do this, Joey. You're right, I shouldn't do this.
0: And you
1: go <laughs> And you keep doing it to the point where there's at this point you're shamed. Yeah. You know, there's things you have to do, you know you have to do to make your life better. Yeah. There's aspects of your life that you just cannot stand. And you can't you There's you're screaming inside, like, no, you can't keep doing this, you can't do this. Having that, having that, that courage to just like get up. Yeah. And so you, someone that's done that, is is I I commend. I mean, look up to you for that. I mean, I commend you for having done that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, one of the kind of wrap this up a little bit, and, and feel free to. I mean, one of the characters that always spoke to me talk about movies like they not even out of this film but one of one of the the, the biggest characters that ever spoke to me ever and most of the movies i've ever seen was you've seen the truman show right mm-hmm. okay the very end of that film i haven't had it as my background on, on my facebook for a while Huge, you know, huge time in my life. Uh, Very, I was a young man, nineteen years old. You have a thousand paths in front of you when you're nineteen, basically. (laughs) You know, (laughs) you have no idea what to do. And there, he gets on his boat. He 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 goes out to sea. Literally runs into the wall. (laughs) Follows that path up to the stairs. To a door, and the moment he's standing on the top of the stairs is, to me, the most poignant. And I feel like I'm, my head is always there. Yeah, that's where I'm at in my life. Yeah. To this day, I'm standing on the stairs, and you have a choice.
0: You're trying to find the courage to walk through that door.
1: Mm-hmm. You have a choice. Yep. You have no damn clue what's at that door. Mm-mm. No idea. Or everything that you know, everything that you understand, everything that's bad for you, everything that's good for you, no damn clue. You know that whatever's there is probably better what's in there. But to have the courage to walk through that door, like Natalie Portman's career, to have that courage to be, like look somebody in the face and say, I'm not in love with you anymore.
0: And then leave everything And then behind.
1: leave. Yeah. People uh, who, who can do that, who can... And I'm not talking about just relationships, but like anything. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I I can surmise that you've been that person. Mm-hmm. My God, Christ but I, I'm
0: still that. I'm still struggling with things, though. Oh well, yeah, I mean you, you know, can't. So to it's to have yeah. gone through it once.
1: <laughs> it should be just. It should be twice as scary the second time. It is. <laughs> that cliche is real. Once bitten, twice shy is a real thing. So I commend you for that. Being able to have done that, and it's like. Oh my gosh! So, I could see why there was parts of this film that were difficult for you. There were parts that were difficult. Yeah. Like I said, I don't I have a really hard time with strong uh, guys. I oh yeah, remember, me too. Really. I so.
0: I watched that. and I'm like, just stop! You're mm-hmm. you're making yourself look <laughs> real dumb right now. <laughs> just
1: here. so I I guess our mystery guest. Uh, <laughs> in a way, I'm glad. I'm not glad. That, I'm not glad that they didn't show because uh, that's that's always a bummer. But I. Uh, you know, this opportunity to see something like this—okay, uh, like <laughs> this—is something that I've definitely seen something now. I would never and have never, watched. Never have watched. <laughs> didn't even—I rem- vaguely remembered. <laughs> oh, we didn't even look to see what came around. I guess it probably does not around two thousand four. That was a really weird time. Yeah, it was um, a year
0: before I graduated.
1: Was it really? Yeah. Uh, uh, uh it's a good change of pace. Uh, we'll be back on point.
0: Definitely something different.
1: V- definitely something very different. Um,
0: I was watching it. I was like, oh boy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Here
1: we go. Yeah. Just, wowzers. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say way. I'm like, ah, I, that's why I was like,
0: are, are, sure are we watching the right the movie?
1: movie? <laughs> yeah. Because even when you when you first said, how about Closer? I'm like, okay. That could, am I thinking Closer? Am I thinking like, oh, is this kind of like closer? the yeah, closer. Yeah. Am I closer? Is it like, I'm thinking like a uh, uh, Jason Statham. Like it totally sounds oh, like yeah, yeah. the closer. I <laughs> can see that. And you know the, the like the transporter. Like yeah. oh okay, so this is gonna be some terrible Nick Cage, <laughs> awful just shoot <laughs> and him it up, was terrible. Not. And it was not that <laughs> at all. <laughs> nope, it was Julia Roberts saying the c word, and Jude Law wanting to have somebody come in his hair. <laughs> <laughs> true fantasies oh guys oh my gosh all right uh well thank you everybody uh Carissa, uh an evening hanging out with you uh it is always a good evening so uh it's all right that it was over just it here. was just uh uh that's uh, okay
0: know, I'm not I'm not ever really upset when it's just you and me that's fine it's good it's, it's refreshing
1: it's very fun especially like yeah a, a refresher from like a whole studio full of people to Yeah. a little bit more team of left yeah, even Brett left. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> the Bee Kind Rewind After Dark. <laughs> Behind right. the scenes. Behind the scenes of us. Uh, <laughs> do you realize that this time last week we were just mowing on on tater, tater tots and I do on on a, on, a, on, a, on a, and this gets cut out or not? I don't know, but. Uh, I do feel bad when I realized that last week we actually were, like, straight up saying racial slurs on the show. And I feel really, really bad. It goes against everything that I stand for. Even though we were just talking about the slurs themselves. Yeah. I still can't believe that we did that. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) even a week later, I feel like I need to go take another shower. I know.
0: I, like, like, "Uh, afterwards I was like, oh, God. Yeah,
1: I can't believe we... All right, but... um, there is no hate on the Be Kind Rewind yeah. show. All right. Uh, we well, don't piece discriminate. Of, uh, no, not at all. Uh, unless you're a Nazi, then F that, you. That's true. Um, so, uh, a little piece of business, and then we're going to get out of here. Uh, remember, you can check, obviously, you are already checked this out here on the ease-drop.com network. Ease drop. Yep. <laughs> so <did> perfect. <laughs> Ease drop. <laughs> uh, uh, make sure if you Heard could to rate and review uh, The show uh, Or any of the other great shows On the network um, Shows like uh, Overbooked uh, um, uh, Oh my gosh The, the Grimace Half Hour the, uh, the Idaho Democratic Party Has one uh-huh. We do Keanu We do Keanu um, Tons of great shows here on the network Uh, Please give those a listen Uh, if you do have if you do have such a mind to uh, Check us out on all the social medias. Remember we've got the be kind rewind show on Facebook and I like to keep I like to you know Keep good stuff on there as well Uh, There is a tip jar there uh, at the bottom of the eavesdrop.com slash be kind rewind uh, page Uh, Just to help keep the lights on, uh, if you would, if if you'd be so inclined to. Um, Thank you again for giving us a listen. Uh, We will be back next week uh, with some more great films. Back, back on point. (laughs) Um, I got something special. I got a little surprise for next week. So I don't even um, know what it is. You don't, and uh, so it's it's going to be fun. And uh, thank you so much uh chrisa do you have any parting words for today i love you oh my goodness we love you very very much uh remember if you're gonna be uh if you're gonna have a rewind you might as well be kind love you and we will see you next time